Hello and welcome to episode 218 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It's my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Monday, June 13th, 2022, continuing to honor, console, and love the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Continuing to look at the Sacred Heart book, published by Father F.X. Lassance in 1903. Let's take a look at an act of reparation to the most sacred heart of Jesus in the adorable sacrament of the altar. Most amiable and adorable Jesus, always burning with love for us, always sensible of our miseries, always burning with the desire of enriching us with thy treasures and of giving thyself entirely to us. Jesus, my Savior and my God, thou who through the excess of the most ardent and most extraordinary love hast deigned to be our victim in the most adorable Eucharist, in which thou offerest thyself daily in sacrifice for us upon thousands of altars. What ought to be our feelings when we see in the hearts of the greater part of men nothing but forgetfulness and gratitude and contempt for thy favors. Was it not enough for thee, my dear Savior, to have chosen the most painful of all means to procure our salvation, while it was in thy power to manifest thy love in a way which would have cost thee much less? Was it not enough for thee to have endured that mortal agony into which thou wert plunged at the sight of our sins, of which thou didst consent to bear the entire weight? Why still expose thyself to all the indignities which the malice of men and demons inflict upon thee. Ah, my God and my Redeemer, what must have been the sentiments of thy most holy heart at the sight of so much ingratitude? How great must have been the bitterness which so much insult and sacrilege brought on thy tender heart, penetrated with the most lively grief at the sight of such ingratitude. Behold me prostrate and annihilated in thy presence to make thee in all humility a reparation of honor. For all the injuries which thou hast endured upon our altars since the institution of this adorable sacrament, with a heart humbled and pierced with grief, I ask pardon of thee a thousand times for all these base wrongs. O oh my God, why can I not wash with my tears or even with my blood those places where thy sacred heart has been so fearfully despised, where the most precious pledges of thy divine love have been received with such strange contempt? Why has it not allowed me to repair such sacrileges? and such profanations by some new homage, humiliation, and self-annihilation. Why might I not be for one moment only master of the hearts of all men, to recompense in some manner with the sacrifice I would make to thee, the forgetfulness and insensibility of all those who would not know thee, or knowing thee have loved thee so little? But, O adorable Savior, that which covers me with confusion, and which ought to make me lament most, is that I have been myself one of these ungrateful creatures, you, O oh my God, who behold the very depths of this heart of mine, behold also the grief which I feel for my ingratitude and seeing thee treated with such indignity. Behold the disposition in which I am to do and suffer all to repair it. See me then, O oh Lord, with my heart broken with grief, humbled, beaten to the ground and ready to receive at thy hands all that thou shalt be pleased to exact in reparation for such outrages. Accept, O Eternal Father, this reparation of honor and union with that which was rendered to thee on Calvary by the most holy heart of thy divine Son, and with that which the most holy Virgin made thee at the foot of the cross, 
Deign to hear the prayer of this divine heart, pardon me all the indignities and irreverences of which I have been guilty, and by thy grace give efficacy to the resolution which I now form of never ceasing to love thee with all the ardor, pos- all the ardor possible, and of ever seeking new opportunities of honoring thee. O Jesus, my King, my Savior, and my God, I believe firmly that thou art really present in the adorable Eucharist, and I desire in the future to testify my belief by the respect with which I appear in thy presence and by my assiduity in adoring thee. And as I protest that I wish in particular to honor thy sacred heart contained in the most adorable sacrament of the altar, I desire to fix in it my dwelling for the remainder of my life. Grant, O my God, this grace which I beseech of thee most earnestly, that at the moment of my death thou wouldest receive my last sigh into the sacred heart. Amen. And now let us continue on with the little catechism of the Blessed Virgin Mary from the Society of St. Pius X. This is entitled, The Mother of God's Mediation of All Graces, Part 2, and it was initially published on March 26, 2002. The first part recalled that Christ is the mediator between God and man and what that signifies. It also showed that Mary could be a mediatrix next to the unique mediator. It remains to be shown that this is appropriate and to explain of what Mary's mediation consists. The arguments of the fathers and theologians explain that it is appropriate that Mary be mediatrix. This appropriateness comes first from the revealed image of the new Eve applied to Mary. It is through Eve that sin was transmitted to all of humanity, and the order of reparation is parallel to the order of the fall. Further, the Virgin Mary merited these graces. Thus, it is suitable that she distribute them. Finally, it is the natural extension of her co-redemption. The Virgin is not only an instrument used by the Word to give himself a body. Mary's cooperation is much more profound because her fiat was pronounced with full knowledge of the facts, and her compassion has been a moral union whose merit and satisfaction have, by divine disposition, and by the fact of Mary's unique charity, a universal significance. The one who has such a part in the beginning and the summit of this work cannot be separated from its realization. The application of merits to souls, called subjective redemption, and their glory in heaven. This work is mediation. How does Mary exercise mediation? During her earthly life, through her prayers, her compassion, and her co-redemptive merits, After the Assumption, she cooperates in the subjective redemption, an ascendant mediation, because the Virgin Mary presents the prayers of men to God, supports them, and make them succeed. Petitions which might be received with less favor from the lips of unworthy men, God will accept when they are recommended by the Most Holy Mother and will grant them with all favors. Pope Leo XIII, October Menze, September 22, 1891. Further, her solicitude tends to make men better so that their prayers will be more agreeable to God. It must be added that the mother of God also prevents, excuse me, also presents the merits of men to her son. Finally and above all, she unites herself to the sacrifice of the mass. In descendant mediation, because Mary participated in the distribution of graces, even those merited by the other saints as minister, dispenser, distributor, treasurer, it should be noted that this concerns all the graces, Leo XIII, Benedict XV, Pius XI, Pius XII. This began when, already Mother of God, Mary became aware of the spiritual needs of souls. 
As for sacramental graces, it is believed that Mary disposes souls to receive them, as in the conversion of sinners guided to confession, for example. This distribution is aided to all souls, even those in purgatory, as St. Peter Damien and St. Alphonsus taught. Co-redemption, being secondary in relation to Christ, Mary's mediation is a subordinate mediation and unnecessary in comparison to Jesus Christ's office of mediator. The mother of God does not produce grace, but she confers it on men as a cause, at least a moral one. The mediation of all graces is a certain truth that is part of Catholic doctrine. It is even definable because it is implicitly revealed in the titles traditionally given to the Virgin. Moreover, the fathers and the doctors, the liturgy and the popes usually teach it so that it can be said that this truth has been believed everywhere, always, and by everyone. And as I have done several times before, I've said to various students over the years and should have taken the advice of a lot of holy people who recommended the rosary to me earlier in, in life, excuse me, I will say once again to you, pray the rosary every single day. It is the prayer of the gospel. There are so many, countless, saints and theologians and popes and other very holy men and women who have relayed the simply miraculous stories of conversion, of healings, of protection from the elements, from war, from destruction, all sorts of other graces mediated by the Blessed Virgin Mary to those who were dedicated to her in the rosary. The Lord is going to honor people who honor his mother. It bears repeating the fourth commandment, honor thy father and thy mother. Jesus is the perfect son. He wants us to honor the Blessed Virgin Mary. He wants us to honor our father in heaven and also Thankfully, as many folks have been discovering in the last couple of years, he wants us to honor his foster father on earth, St. Joseph. But most importantly, let's take up that rosary and pray it every single day. Fathers, grandfathers, lead your wives, your kids, your grandkids in the rosary. It's imperative that we do this. It's my understanding, I haven't watched the um, entirety of the show yet. I'm not sure if I will. It might be behind a, a paywall. It's on Tucker Carlson's Fox Nation program, I think it's called. He had an exorcist on recently. And a woman who assisted the exorcist, I was reading an article about this on LifeSite, said that the demons literally shriek when the rosary is prayed. They hate the Blessed Mother. They're terrified of her. They're humiliated by her. That this perfect, humble, loving masterpiece of the Lord, this teenager who brought forth our Lord Jesus Christ in perfect obedience and humility, they can't believe they're vanquished by her. They hate her humility because they are arrogant. 
They hate her obedience because they are disobedient. They hate everything about her because she is all pure and all good and all loving. And they are all evil and all wicked and all garbage. Pray that rosary every single day. Like Dr. Marshall says, if you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. You want to be on the team. Let us unite in prayer to support and love one another, to honor Our Lady, and give glory to King Jesus. Oremos. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Prayer for the hastening of the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. O Immaculate Heart of Mary, Holy Mother of God and our tender mother, look upon the distress in which the whole of mankind is living due to the spread of materialism, godlessness, and the persecution of the Catholic faith. In our own day, the mystical body of Christ is bleeding from so many wounds caused within the church by the unpunished spread of heresies, the justification of sins against the sixth commandment, the seeking of the kingdom of earth rather than that of heaven, the horrendous sacrileges against the most holy Eucharist, especially through the practice of communion in the hand and the Protestant shaping of the celebration of the Holy Mass. Amidst these trials appeared the light of the consecration of Russia to thine immaculate heart by the Pope in union with the world's bishops. In Fatima, thou didst request the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays of the month. Implore thy divine son to grant a special grace to the Pope that he might approve the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. May Almighty God hasten the time when Russia will convert to Catholic unity, mankind will be given a time of peace, and the Church will be granted an authentic renewal in the purity of the Catholic faith, the sacredness of divine worship, and the holiness of Christian life. O Mediatrix of all graces, O Queen of the Most Holy Rosary and our sweet Mother, turn thine eyes of mercy towards us and graciously hear this our trusting prayer. Amen. And now to honor St. Joseph, let us pray the prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail Joseph the just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men, and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pernobis, sancti Joseph, teradaimonem, ora pernobis, in nomine patris, et fili, et spiritus sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to this episode of Our Lady's Podcast. Please share this podcast with everyone you know. Don't get yourself injected with a satanic poison made from murdered babies because you're terrified of dying from the flu. Don't be ridiculous. Don't wear a mask. And most importantly, please pray for the eternal salvation of Pope Francis. Goodbye. And God love you.